Well, see, I can always count on Kelly Fane to keep it real, right? She's at Moonstone Kelly on the Instagram. Follow her. She's fantastic. Coffee, poop, run, or poop, run, coffee. Sad day if the poop doesn't happen before the run. I agree. Because if that's the case, you better see a beacon of light on the trail or trouble will be a brewing, if you know what I mean. Howdy, y'all. This is Jennifer, and I'm a big-ass runner from Dripping Springs, Texas. Welcome to the Big Ass Runner podcast, where we entertain and encourage trail runners from all over the world. Now, here's your hosts, Jeff Harrell and Stephen Pritt. Well, thank you, Jennifer. It's Jeff Harrell. Well, that's okay. I'll go by Harrell. I'll go by anything you want to call me. We appreciate that intro. Well, as Jennifer said, this is the Big Ass Runner Trail Running Podcast, episode number 181. Hope you're doing well. We've got a great show. Two, I think, interesting topics we're going to talk about. Segment number one, we're going to talk about morning routines. This kind of comes off of last week's episode where we talked about biohacking. And if you go online, if you go to YouTube, lots of people post their morning routines. And it just got me thinking, what's the ideal morning routine? What does the big ass runner herd think? We would love to hear from you. So I asked, I put it out on the Instagrams and I got a ton of feedback so we'll talk about morning routine, and you'll hear from a few people, a few big-ass runner herd members, as well as a few people that I found and would want to share their morning routines with you as you think about becoming the best version and best athlete and best trail runner that you can. So that's segment number one. And in segment number two, we're going to talk about getting ready for vert. The running season, trail racing season is upon us. We've got races coming up. And a lot of times we are training, but it's harder to train for some of the vert that we might encounter unless we're out in Arizona or Colorado. A lot of us don't have as much access. But even if you are out there and have access to vert, it's good. It's like playing basketball and then working on your shot or working on your free throws you still want to work on your legs to get ready for some of this vert. And we've got a couple of things, a couple of tips, a couple of uh, videos I wanted to share to get you ready for vert season. But first, I want to say thank you. We had really good feedback from our episode last week where we talked about saunas. I recently purchased an infrared sauna, had a lot of questions, a lot of people reach out, wanted more information. So I wanted to share with you again where you can find the actual sauna that I ended up purchasing. You can go to rate, and by the way, I have no relationship with this company whatsoever other than I just love their products. And they are kind of old school. You call them up, you talk to the person that actually ships out your sauna it's great, but radianthealthsaunas.com. I got the two and a half person. One thing I did not point out last week that I should have, some sizes require just your standard plug, your 
15 amp, 110 watt or whatever it is. I'm not super good with electricity. Yeah, 15, the normal plug would be 15 amp, 110 volt. So you just plug it into any outlet. Some of the bigger models, including the two and a half that I got, requires 20 amp. And it's a different kind of plug. You'll you'll need an electrician to do that for you if you don't already have one. You've seen it. It's got the plug that's got sort of the sideways plug on there, like the regular prong and then a kind of a sideways prong. It was a little more expensive than I thought to put that in. So I just wanted to warn you, if you go with some of the bigger ones, they call it out. If you go to their website, which ones require the 20 amp 110 volt but I just wanted to share that information because I forgot to on the last episode. But yeah, Radiant Health Saunas. There's others out there. You can do some research. That's the one I got. I love it. I'm in it. was in it last night for a good 30 minutes, and I was sweating like a banshee. It was crazy how much sweat I was pouring off the old Clydesdale. So really, really enjoyed it. Several people asked me about it. And, by the way, there's also... Pretty common knowledge amongst the infrared sauna community, but you can use the promo code, the promo code Matt Justice five hundred. Just tell them, hey, I got the Matt Justice five hundred dollar discount code. You get five hundred bucks off if you know they're not a, they're not inexpensive. They are an investment, but I, the way I looked at it is, I wanted high quality because I want to have it a long time, and I want it to have the high health benefits, the low toxins, the low EMF rates, all that stuff. So Matt Justice 500, he's the guy on Facebook that is really the expert in this. So if you want to learn more, find Matt Justice on Facebook. They've got a group. You can join it, learn all kinds of stuff. Well, there you go. Infrared saunas. With that, let's get going on episode number 181 of The Big Ass Runner. Morning routines. Why are they important? Well, I think it seems fairly obvious that your morning, the first thing that happens when you wake up, could impact the rest of your day if done either correctly or incorrectly. Do you set yourself off on a good path or do you set yourself off in a not so good path? I was curious about this. It's Kind of goes hand in hand with our biohacking conversation from last week. And I'm trying to tweak my morning routine. I've listened to a lot of different people from Andrew Huberman to Nick Bear. There's all kinds of morning routines that you can do some research on and find out what people do on YouTube. And I wanted to hear from the Big Ass Runner Herd as well. So I asked a bunch of you to chime in and you did. So I appreciate that. We'll get to that here in a second. But I heard one the other day from, and this person is not a trail runner. He's not a runner, as far as I know. He is someone I admire. He's a marketing, branding person. And I really liked, I listened to his blog, listened to his blog. Sounds counterintuitive, but it's a video blog. And I just found his approach 
interesting because, you know, we talk a lot about the mental side of trail running, getting your, your mind right, pushing through tough times. A lot of times it's the mind that tells us to quit. The body could keep going. And so the mental aspect of a lot of what we do in trail running is very, very interesting. And I thought his perspective on the morning routine was very interesting. So I wanted to bring it to you. So again, this is Rory Vaden. You go to RoryVaden.com, check out his blog. But here is his perspective on morning routine. How important is your morning routine? It's a really common question and it's fun to talk about. And it's I've always been fascinated learning about different people's morning routines. And I'm going to share with you mine. But before I share with you exactly what I do every morning, I want to share with you what I think is really the big idea and what is really the most important part of your morning routine. It's, it's what I think all of the other elements of your morning routine really need to do. And that is this. You have to get control of your mind. When you wake up, your mind, if you don't control your mind, it'll start running off in whatever direction. And as we say all the time, if you have diluted focus, you get diluted results. And I think one of the most dangerous things that can happen is that you kind of let your mind absently wander towards whatever shows up. And if you do that, there's a good chance that the first thing you're going to do is grab your phone and you're going to look at email, you're going to look at social, um, or you're just going to start you know, thinking about things that you're dreading about the day, and then you lose control of your mind. And what matters, whatever you do in the morning, what matters is that you win the battle of your mind. That's what I think is really the big secret. And I think that is what is really the, the most, uh, what the, I think that's really what the most successful people have in common, even though they have different sort of behaviors and actions and routines that they do. Now, as far as my exact morning routine, what happens? Uh, right now, I don't have an alarm. I allow myself to wake up whenever I wake up. And so I get a point every day if I sleep more than seven hours in my little point system. I have a little health point system and a game that I play. So I try to sleep seven hours. Usually I sleep like six and a half to seven hours every night. And then when I wake up, the first thing that happens, the first thought through my mind is thank you. So I start with gratitude. That is the first thing because if I don't consciously choose positive thoughts, what I have found about myself is that I will unconsciously choose negative thoughts. And that is a battle that I'm going to win in the very first moment. So I immediately thank God for anything that I can think to be thankful for. And specifically, what I do is I try to thank God for anything that I would want to be in my life tomorrow, right? I heard this recently that uh, somebody said, you, you don't realize how much you have to be thankful for until you play the game of going, if you didn't say thank you for something today, imagine that it wouldn't be there tomorrow. And that the only things you'd have back in your life tomorrow are the things that you said thankful for today. So that's what I do. That's the very first game. It is the gratitude game. And I'm going, man, what are all the things that I see around me and that I'm thinking that I have in my life that I want to have tomorrow? The second thing that I do is time with God. That's it. So the first thing I want to think is thank you. But the first thing that I want to read is God's word. I want the word of God to be first and foremost in my life. Now, I actually do it on my phone. I don't sit and read the physical Bible. I open the YouVersion Bible app, which is a free Bible app. So people say, don't look at your phone. I know there's science around some of that stuff. Maybe I should be reading the Bible. But for me, what I have with me is a phone. I open the Bible app. 
I look at my verse of the day and it's, it's a discipline and it's a choice. Not only do I want to read God's word, it's more of an active choice of saying, I want God's word to be the number one influence in my life. So I want the first input into my mind to be scripture, right? And uh, that's something that's important to me. And if you haven't yet, go listen to my podcast, Eternal Life, Seven Questions Every Intelligent Skeptic Should Ask About Jesus of Nazareth. And I talk about all the logical and academic and historical reasons for why I believe in scripture and I believe in, in Jesus as Messiah. So gratitude is first, God is second. And then after that, it's all about getting um, good reading in. So I will sit down usually in an infrared sauna. So I have an infrared sauna uh, at the house. Now it's not like a big fancy nice one. It's one that is more like a, a sleeping bag that I sit in and you just zip it up and I sit in there and I read books. Um, sometimes I will scroll Instagram. Uh, my Instagram feed is very curated. I only put people, I only follow people who I learn from and I only follow people who I think share positive things that make, make me feel good. So I'll start with the you know good reads. And after the good reads, uh, whether it's a book that I'm reading, sometimes that's on audio, sometimes I'm just scrolling my feed. After that, it is all about the great workout. So the great workout for me is 10 minutes, of, uh, 10 to 20 minutes usually of just, uh, sometimes it's cardio, usually it's lifting weights. And I'm just trying to like win the bot, win the battle of my body, right? Which is the same thing. It's it's a battle of going. I don't want to work out. Like I don't want to get out of bed. I I want to think about negative stuff. My mind goes. You have to win the battle of your mind. So for me, that's what my morning routine looks like. It's kind of those four G's, right? It's gratitude. It's time with God. It's a good read, and it's a great workout. Whatever it is for you, I think find what works. But get some sleep, and then wake up. Win the war in your mind first thing in the morning, you'll have a great day. And if you do that every day, you'll have a great life. Some great stuff there from Rory. And I, I think he's right. It, it's a big idea. There's lots of different morning routines. And you'll hear that here in a second from the Big S Runner Herd. Although there's one major theme I heard. We'll talk about that here in a second. But the big idea that everything else, regardless of what your routine is, it's winning that battle of the mind, controlling your mind. I feel the same way. If I'm not very intentional about not doing certain things, I will do them. He mentioned scrolling the phone, hitting the internet. I'm a big college football fan, so checking the fan site to see if there's any new news on recruiting. or That happens so easily and naturally that I've got to battle that. So I loved his idea of as soon as he wakes up, it's having this posture of gratitude and saying, thank you for certain things, getting the mind set correctly, and then letting that correct setting guide you through the rest of your morning. And I realize not all of you are, are Christ followers. You believe in different things that that wasn't the purpose here, but I'm, I am a Christ follower like Rory. So I try to get in some Bible reading as well. And then I'm trying to really think through what I'm thankful for. And I want to journal a little bit. I'll talk about what I'm trying to do for my ideal morning routine here in a second. But I just thought that this idea of winning the battle of the mind, winning the battle of the body, as he talked about the great workout, I'm sure you probably scoffed with his 10-minute 
work out when a lot of us are putting in our runs and different things, but uh, for him, that's what works. And I think the idea is get the body moving early in the morning is, is super, super important. So hope you found that, that helpful, this idea of winning the battle of the mind, starting with gratitude and letting that really guide you uh, through the rest of your day. Here's what the big ass runner heard said. And this is so great. All of these are awesome. I really appreciate all of you that responded to the question, what is your ideal morning routine? There's a huge theme here. You're probably going to guess it. It's related to a, a liquid that you drink in the morning. And we'll start with Ryan Ritchie. He says, deep breath. And I love this idea of just deep breathing, getting your body oxygenated, what oxygenated, oxygenated, deep breath followed by coffee. Coffee is going to be a major theme in the big ass runner herd morning routines. Our buddy Denver, he's at run Denver run. Here's his routine. This is awesome. Run, meditate, pray, Read a book at least 10 pages. Read my daily devotional. And in all caps, coffee. That's awesome, Denver. And I've seen your morning run posts on Instagram. You follow through on this. So great. Or our friend Sandal Running Sam, coffee and a workout. Fantastic. Our buddy Jay Stansel, very similar. Wake up, drink all the coffee. Jay, leave some for us. Can't drink all the coffee. Come on. Hayden Harrell, my buddy, my son, Hayden. Coffee, Wordle. You guys do Wordle? I do Wordle. I love it. I should do Quartle. There's a Quartle. I do four words at once. Coffee, Wordle, and Crossword. Thank you, Hato. Our buddy Elian, he's at 1AMP.E. Stretching. Morning routine of stretching. That's, you know, you, I'm going to talk about mine here in a second. Stretching needs to become part of my morning routine. It's not really right now. Needs to be. Mike Ray's take out and feed the dogs. Read 20 to 30 minutes. With coffee, run, work. Great routine. Michelle, she's at AKMNT Mother Runner on the Instagram. Always start with a prayer, a big glass of water, and a run, ride, or hike. Get moving first thing. Fantastic. Our buddy Adam, he's at run, adam.run. Is this a rhetorical question? Adam, there is an ideal morning routine, sir. And uh, as your coach, you better be making sure it's a run. Actually, Adam is very consistent getting that morning run in. Fantastic. Well, our buddy Steve Larson, he's at I2RSIL on Instagram. Mobility and stability exercises. You know, stability is good. I think we, a lot of us think of mobility and stretching, but stability 
Peter Atia has a lot of stuff about this balance, stability as we get older, super important. I love that one. Lori, our friend Lori Diamond, she's at Lap D Y M O N D, Lap Diamond on the Instagram. I get up early and go for a run before work. It energizes me for the day. Fantastic. Our buddy Mike, he's at Fun Goddammit. He does the bee smoothie, blueberries, banana, and beets, followed by a 30-minute run. You know, I've got this theory. There are certain foods that you either love or you hate. There's no middle ground. Beets falls into that category. I love them. A lot of people don't like them. Glad that you that you like them, Mike. You know what else I throw in there? Olives. People love them or hate them. Cilantro, maybe pumpkin spice, black licorice. That's disgusting, but some people like it. Some people actually love it. Our buddy Johnny Wise at the Wise Runner. Make coffee, then walk the dogs while it's still dark, nice and quiet. Love it. Speaking of dogs, Lucy Dog Adventures. This is very straightforward. Nothing happens until I have my Coffee. Coffee, a big player with the big ass runner herd. Our buddy Mike Malarkey. He's at Malarkey Mike. Massive quantities of coffee. There is a theme. Tom Monty, TG Monty on the Instagram. Coffee and a cold shower. I love the cold shower, Tom. That it's something I've talked to kind of teased last week, the cold plunge. I've been trying to do cold showers. I think they're harder. I've done cold plunging and the first minute's tough, but then your body kind of figures it out and it's fine. But cold showers are harder because it just keeps hitting you with the cold water. It's tough. Good job, Tom. There's a lot of science behind cold showers helping you. Love that. Well, see, I can always count on Kelly Fain to keep it real, right? She's at Moonstone Kelly on the Instagram. Follow her. She's fantastic. Coffee, poop, run, or poop, run, coffee. Sad day if the poop doesn't happen before the run. I agree. Because if that's the case, you better see a beacon of light on the trail or trouble will be a brewing, if you know what I mean. Thank you for keeping it honest with us, Kelly. Coffee, poop, run. Or our friend Rusty Smith, he's at That Rusty Runner. Quiet time with God and then a run. I love it. Well, last but not least, our friend Kim Endo, she says, feed the cats first. They dictate the day. Cats will do that. They will dictate the day. Well, fantastic. Coffee, a big player. Getting runs in in the morning, a big player. I have a hard time running in the morning during the work week. So here's what I'm trying to do on my morning routine. It is not, does not happen like this every morning, but this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to wake up 530 and implement what Rory was talking about, the, this idea of gratitude, so being thankful 
So before I get up, I just say three or four things that I'm thankful for. I get up and I immediately head to the kitchen and I down 12 ounces of water and some greens. I've been using athletic greens, but I've just decided it's too expensive. So I've, I think I found some that are much less expensive, but just as good. We'll find out. But I'm hitting the greens and the 12 ounces of water. And then I'm getting in my little comfy chair. You notice I didn't say coffee yet. I'm trying to actually delay coffee. Andrew Huberman says delay it 90 minutes after you wake up to get the better benefits. There's some science and I don't quite understand it, but apparently your body is trying to wake itself up. And if you if you use coffee, it interferes with that. Coffee's better a little bit after you wake up. That doesn't always happen either because coffee is delicious, let's be honest. But I'm trying to go greens with 12 ounces of water and then straight into my quiet time. And then I hit a 20-minute Peloton and then 20 minutes of mobility and stability and stretching. Then it's a shower and then it's at the quote-unquote office. I work out of the house with my coffee at that point. So that's what I'm trying to do. Wake up. Three things I'm thankful for. This mindset of gratitude. Athletic greens to get some goodness in me with water. Quiet time for about 45 minutes, 20 minutes of Peloton, 20 minutes of stretching and stability. And if I can do that every morning, that is already a huge success for the day. My work, bigger workout and run is towards the end of the day. But that's what's, that's my goal. So there you go. Hopefully that gives you some ideas, some thoughts. Maybe you can contemplate how is your morning routine going? Is it setting you off in a good direction? Because uh, I think at the end of the day, we're just trying to get better. We're trying to improve ourselves. Can I, did I PR the day? I like also Rory's point system. He has this he kind of gamifies everything. I think as competitive people, that's a great idea too. So hopefully that was helpful. There you go. A little bit of the ideal morning routine. Hey, one of our favorite people that we have had the opportunity to meet over the last several years doing this podcast, and we've had her on the show quite a few times, is Sarah Vandernoot. She is of Vander Jacket. It is December. It is gift giving season. And if you're looking for a unique gift for your runner or even your non-runner, Go to VanderJacket.com. Sarah creates these amazing jackets. They're, they're works of art, pieces of art. I've got four plus a vest. Actually, I've got three plus a vest, equal four. They are fantastic. Many of you listening have a Vander Jacket. They've got them at Trailhead Running Supply here in town. Sarah's just awesome. And she does not sponsor the show, I just love her stuff. I love her. I love small business. I love trail running small business. 
So if you're looking for a unique gift for yourself or for your favorite runner or favorite person or your not favorite person, it could be anybody, go to VanderJacket.com. Check out the jackets. They've got the Denver line that are more mass production, which are still awesome, but they've got the one of a kinds as well. You will love it. Your person that you're buying it for will love it. Guarantee. Go to VanderJacket.com. Well, you've probably got some big races on your calendar this fall, this winter, this spring, and you need to get your legs ready for some vert. Vert is sometimes for us and in Texas difficult to train for, for those of you across the country, maybe easier or harder, don't know, but it's always good to work on it, regardless of where you are. Like I said in the intro, it's kind of like, you can play basketball, but you also want to work on your shot. Yeah, you work on your rebounding. You want to work on your free throws. You want to work on your legs, strengthen the legs, get them ready for that vert. I'm fortunate to be in this seat. I get to hear from a lot of people. I get to learn from a lot of people, coaches, great athletes. And I've got three things I want to share with you to help you get your legs ready for your races. The first one we've talked about before on the coaching corral, go back and listen to some of those episodes. We're going to do some more of those in the future. I hope have a little bit of a break in that, but we hope to get back to some coaching corral episodes, at least some segments, but I'm a big fan of Hill repeats and for two reasons. Well, for many reasons, but, a couple of them are hill bounding and hill striding really helps in a couple areas. Strengthening your legs, getting them stronger by running up, 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 vert. Also really improves your form and posture. But you also want to run down them. Because what I've found a lot of times is we we anticipate the up and try to train a little bit more for that. We we don't anticipate as much the pounding on the quads that the downhill running can have. So I always program for my athletes as we get closer to races, hill repeat. So find a good hill. It can even be a road. It can be a trail. And get a good 100-meter or so stretch of hill and do 10 or 12 sprints up the hill, rest a little bit, sprint down the hill. Work that into your programming and I think you'll find that you're strengthening your legs, you're helping your form and your posture, and you're getting your legs ready. So that's something you can do in your training. And certainly if you've got some vert around you and making sure you're working that vert in, doing some power hiking with a weighted vest is another good way. So that's a good thing to do in terms of your actual programming and training. There's also a couple of videos I would highly recommend. And these are just videos on routines, some stability and mobility routines. And I learned these through my friend, uh, Ryan Miller. He's a great, great runner. He won Bandera a few years ago. But if you go on, onto YouTube 
and type in SAM, S-A-M, it stands for Strength and Mobility, Phase 1 Easy Day, Phase 1 Hard Day. There's two different videos. I have all my athletes do these routines. They are awesome for your hip strength and your hip mobility. That's why it's called Strength and Mobility. They last about four little four or five minutes, but the actual routine, because they kind of summarize some of it, probably takes you 10 minutes to do fully. But I've heard from many of my athletes, these things are difference makers when it comes to your running, but also when it comes to vert and getting your legs ready for that vert. So if you go to YouTube, again, it's strength. I'll put links in the show notes, but strength and mobility, Sam, phase one. Easy day, phase one, hard day. There's also phase two. So if you want more, keep going. There's actually phase three and phase four. So as you get better, if you want to incorporate those, I highly recommend them. But at a minimum, do phase one, easy day, phase one, hard day. You will love it. And then there's one more that I highly, highly recommend. It's a YouTube video. It's called Mountain Legs. It's by one of the top coaches, Sheraldine coaches. He coaches all the elite, most of the elite athletes. David Roche. It's called Mountain Legs. It is a five-minute routine, and it will get your legs ready. It's a series of step-ups, one-legged step-ups. It's a series of lunges, and it will get your legs ready. So that is Mountain Legs. It's called Three, I think it's called Three Minute Mountain Legs by David Roche on the YouTube. Do those three things and you will be getting your legs ready for that vert. Obviously, you want to train as much vert as you can, but but add in some hill repeats once or so a week. Do 10 or 12, sprinting, bounding up, and then resting, bounding down. Do the SAM mobility two to three times a week. Do the mountain legs a couple times a week. You will be ready. Let's get those legs ready. We got a bunch of vert to handle. We got, man, we've got Bandera. We've got Blank Canyon. We've got Bryce Canyon. We've got some vert coming up. So there are three things you could do to get your legs ready for that big vert for your racing season. Believe it or not, that is the end of episode number 181. The Big Ass Runner. Thanks to everybody involved in the show, Jennifer, for that intro to the Big Ass Runner Herd members who gave us their morning routines. Coffee and poop. They go together sometimes. Don't you know it? Beacon of Light, that's what it's there for. Well, the trail tip of the week has to go with segment number two. Get your legs ready for vert. Do the work. Do the hip mobility work. Do the mountain legs. You will love it. 
maybe not while you're working on it, but you'll love it when you're racing and you feel that strength. Run those hills. Get your legs ready for vert. Well, as always, thanks to our audio engineer who makes us sound so amazing, Steve Cinnamon Bear Saunders. But with that, get out there, hit those trails, keep running your asses off. I recently, I recently purchased an infrared sauna, but here is, but here is his perspective on morning routine. Well, our buddy Steve Larson, he's at I two. No, that's not Steve Larson. Scratch that. He's at Fun Dog on it. Actually, it's not Dog on it. I I don't want to put the e. Bleep bleep this out, Steve. So good job, Mott. Good job, Tom. There's a lot of science behind cold showers. Andrew Huberman says delay it 30. He says delay it 90 minutes. Uh, movement up a stairs and it's a, stu- it's a series. Get those legs. Get those legs.